0: This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. And a pleasure to be joined by entrepreneur Ed Milet, who's also a leadership coach and motivational speaker. Uh, his self-named podcast you can listen to on the SXM app as well as other platforms. Ed, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us.
1: Thanks for having me. Great to be here.
0: Let's start by uh, letting you kind of uh, run down the, the podcast and and talk about what it's really all about for people that haven't listened to it before.
1: Yeah, uh, I started it kind of as a labor of love about five years ago um, at the encouragement of Tony Robbins. So I called it Max Out with Ed Milet originally. It really is a, a, it's a business podcast slash I'd say personal development. So once a week I have a conversation with somebody who's maxed out an area of their life. It could be their fitness, it could be personal development, it could be a professional athlete, an actor, an entertainer. Um, and so usually it's something that involves the mind or business. I've had, you know, everybody from, you know, Alex Rodriguez to, you know, in the sports world do, you know, Tony Robbins, professional golfers, UFC fighters, uh, experts on the mind. Last week was Atomic Havocs with James Clear. Next week is Joel Osteen. And so it's, it's different because it's two people. I've had a little bit of, you know, business success. So it's two kind of successful people chopping it up and you get to listen rather than sort of a dynamic with an interviewer just asking questions of somebody and it's just exploded yeah. the last five years as the fastest growing podcast in the world and recently just decided to do a, a, a deal with uh, Sirius and Stitcher and Pandora that I'm really excited about so mm-hmm. I love doing it and it's once a week and it's it's pretty fun stuff.
0: I, obviously I think we're in a very unique time right now dealing with the pandemic and I think we're seeing more so than ever a need to be able to provide that information, and to degree, in in some cases, it's a lifeline to people out there.
1: I've been surprised by how much so. You know, um, you know, traditional media is really fading, and people consume. I I'm blown away. You know, people start giving me the download numbers, and I'm thinking, my gosh, this is more than <laughs> CNN gets on an evening. It's just, yeah, yeah. You know, at 50 years old, I think I was a little bit late to the idea, but it's the idea now that you know information is at your fingertips, and now it can be in your earbuds and. You know, many, many years ago, if you wanted business advice, it was difficult to get it from an expert. Now, you know, every week I can have someone on who's, they produced a bill, I had a woman on a few weeks ago, sold her company, a cosmetics company for a billion and a half dollars, you know, and how did she do it? What were the steps? How did she scale it? What were her setbacks? You know, what were the dramatic moments? How did she overcome them? And so I think those things now, if you're an entrepreneur, a business person, a business student, or just somebody who wants to get really great at anything, you can do it through, you know, platforms like these. Now, I love it. And I listen to more podcasts myself now.
0: What do you think is the state of entrepreneurship right now? Because, you know, we've heard the stories during the pandemic, uh, you know, so many new business formations coming on board. We know that the you know, the rates of success of uh, entrepreneurship, you know, at times can be good, can be bad. But I I think it's a very interesting time if somebody's thinking about wanting to start their own business at this point.
1: I think it's a revolution. I think we're going to look back in ten years and think that this, you know, this pandemic that's happened, really just sped up changes that were going to be coming our way as entrepreneurs. You know, just faster than it would have happened. And so now the idea of what you can do through Zoom and the sales process, or recruiting process, or educational process with clients. You know, the the speed at which technology is evolving and. All these different convergences, and then having the, the smartphone. It allows somebody to start a business now, oftentimes with much less capital than it did a long time ago. You know, far fewer employees and many different business models. The biggest thing now that I think entrepreneurs are slow to get is that there's this the thing I've been talking about an awful lot lately, Dan, which is business agility. If you're going to be an entrepreneur in this day and age, you've got to be agile and you've got to be able to make decisions that think ahead. You know, if you're gonna, if you're in a restaurant owner, for example, you know, you've got to have agility in that restaurant location. You know, is there gonna be? Yeah. Could you, do you need a potential for curbside pickup? You know, can you do to-go orders? If you're gonna be in the sales process, can you execute your sales agreements through technology and not just in person? But the last thing it's done this new zoom revolution is it's expanded the base of which you can recruit and hire people instead of a 30 mile radius of your office to get a client or an employee it's expanded it and and over the next 10 years with autonomous vehicles all these other things ai the the access to people to be consumers of your product or to work with you is expanded so you've got to be more agile you've got to think ahead you've got to be strategic and that's why listening to shows that sort of put those ideas in front of you from the best minds is so important. And then your job is to figure out how do I apply these strategies to my model, yeah. my business, my ideas. I,
0: I think it's amazing from the business perspective the fact that you have so many firms right now that are willing to uh, allow uh, employees to work you know halfway across the country. You go back even 10 years, that wasn't even a, a consideration of most yeah, firms at that point. It
1: was. It, and the, th- the key thing I think now is you know, when it, when it first happened, they went, wow, productivity's higher actually at home. Then the study started to tell us as people sort of started to find their way, you know, that maybe they're not quite as productive from home as we thought they're going to be originally. The biggest thing, though, is, and you know this, I just had the Howard Bihar on my show. He was the president of Starbucks for 30 years. Basically, all he talked about was culture and the culture of that company. Yeah. All the great companies build culture. Well, if you're not going to be meeting person-to-person every single day, you're going to have to work a lot harder, be a lot more agile, get a lot more creative at creating and maintaining a culture that builds a great company because at a distance it is just more difficult to do. Imagine a football team who never practiced together all week long. Everybody was at home doing the drills back at home, and then they gather on Sunday for the game. It's just harder to create culture in an environment, uh, congruency. And so although it opens a lot of opportunities, uh, the culture part, the team building, the relationship building part of business, which is the fundamental part of business, is relationships, is different now. And we've got to start to think through how we're going to do that in this new world because I don't think we're going back all the way to where we were ever. I think it's it's an expanded world now. So culture is a big deal in business and how to create it in the new world.
0: So, in in talking with the guests that you've had on the show, are there themes that you've been able to to kind of gleam that are kind of common threads to them, as you say, maxing out their success? Yeah,
1: from an entrepreneurial perspective, though, you mean you know mainly in the business space? Yeah, yep. I would say that. Yep. I would say that it's their ability to grow themselves and their identity, which I I'd, you know to my own horn, I think I'm one of the best in the world. That's why the convergence of personal development and business to me is one thing your mind body spirit and business is one thing talk a lot about fitness on the show too because I think the people that are growing businesses now you're you're never going to your level of success in business is never going to exceed your identity your identity is like the thoughts concepts and beliefs you hold to be most true about yourself it's a thermostat that regulates the temperature of your life and yeah you could heat up in business and get to 85 90 95 100 degrees of success but if internally you're a 75 degree or identity you're gonna find a way to turn the air conditioner down in your business, in your life, and get it back to what you think you're worth and what you think you deserve. So, entrepreneurs now in this world need to be not only growing their businesses and the scaling and the systems and the cultures and all that stuff, they got to grow themselves. So, the ones that are winning are growing themselves personally, and they encourage it the people that work with them. And then the other thing is they've just got bigger visions. They're more visionary, they're bigger dreamers, they think bigger. And those dreams and those visions, I think, most times. Are bigger than the short term obstacles, setbacks, tragedies, you know, horrible days that you face as a business person. If you don't have something really bigger compelling you forward, these little things that, you know, seem so huge in the moment overwhelm you. And that's when you start to have failure in business and sometimes just frankly quit. That's why so many businesses fail. Last thing, man, is that so many people feel like they're in business alone, you know, that they're really in business for themselves and by themselves. And so right. when you are connected to a show like mine, show like yours, you don't feel as alone. You feel connected to a bigger community. You realize that a lot of the things you're going through, although they may look differently, an awful lot of people are going through or have gone through those same things. Success leaves clues. If you do the things that other people did, that one, you're likely to get the same results. So that's the trends that I see.
0: And again, obviously, part of this is just the growth of digital that we've had uh, over the last, really over the last decade. It may go back two decades, but the last decade with, you know, as you said, having everything at our fingertips, the wealth of different media opportunities that are out there. This has just opened the door to so much growth in my industry, in your industry, in in just in business in general as to where we're headed uh, as an economy in the forward.
1: Yeah, and you know, you're right. And one thing that I think people, old businesses, who do I know? New businesses, who knows me? And yeah. with the digital platforms, you're all a brand. Every person's a brand. You could be a junior in high school and you've got a baseball card business, or you could be an executive that's got, you know, 700 employees. You are a brand. Your business is a brand. And in the digital space, you have to be cognizant of that all the time. You've got to expand the people who know you. And are aware of you brand awareness yeah. you know is a huge thing and what's great about this is I, five years ago i was a 45 year old guy you laugh at this this is a no joke and, I, and people people tell me you need to get on social media there's this business mind and communicator and i don't i'm not i'm not posting what i ate for lunch this is ridiculous i'm not spending my <laughs> life doing this the second half of my life and i finally just decided to do it the first day i posted a video daniel laugh true story Tony Robbins tells me, you've got to make these videos on Instagram. You're good. Make a video. Make sure you post it at breakfast time. This is what I hear. I swear to you, brother. I hear him say, post it breakfast time because there's an algorithm. People will watch it at that time. And make sure you have hash browns in your video. And my 16-year-old really? son was running my social media. I said, Max, you know that we're supposed to have hash browns in these videos. We got to post breakfast time. My son goes, Daddy, I don't think that that matters. I'm like, listen, Tony Robbins told me we need hash browns. So, so my first five videos on Instagram, there's a plate of hash browns in front of me. I'm not kidding. You can go back yep. and watch the videos. And I call Tony. I go, this isn't working. I got five likes, one view. You know, what's going on here? This... He goes, what? Hash? He goes, I said, hashtags, dummy. I said, (laughs) hashtags? Oh, crap. What's a hashtag? He goes, like a pound (laughs) sign and a word. And I'm like, why does that matter? He goes, I don't know, but it matters. So that was me five years ago. You know, now I've had 100 million downloads of my show. I've got millions of followers on social. So if a dummy like me can build brand awareness through the digital space, certainly (laughs) there's nobody on here right now that thinks they need hash browns in their videos. So based on that, (laughs) you're further ahead. That's a true story than I was. And, like, in the influence of just naming, like, the fastest-growing businessman in social media history. I started with hash browns. So anybody can grow their brand.
0: It's true So story. when we, So when we when we repost this interview and I do this and I do my own tag on Instagram, I have to do hash brag, uh, hashtag hash browns on it,
1: correct? I'm telling you, that went around for a long time. It was hashtag max out, hashtag hash browns. And I'm like, it is embarrassing because I'd like to think of myself, I don't have a high IQ, but it's not that that low right right and you can figure these things out so it, that's the point i think
0: hey hey ed great to talk with you and uh hopefully we can catch up again uh, down the road sounds like you're doing great things thank you sir
1: i love it thanks brother
0: you got it ed milet who uh, as we mentioned you can hear him uh, on his podcast the ed milet show which you can find on the SiriusXM app, Stitcher, Pandora, as well as all major podcast platforms. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.